Hi, this is Danny Ryan, and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. Today, I've got uh, Matthew Chestnut here with me. He's a senior consultant for Three Will. Thanks for joining me, Matthew. Hello, Danny. Glad to be here. Awesome. So, what's your role? Tell me a little bit more about your role at Three Will. At Three Will, I'm a senior consultant, and what that means is I work with a variety of technologies for a vast array of customers, <laughs> primarily in the Microsoft world, but I've got experience in other technologies, Java, etc. Working a lot with SharePoint over the last couple of years, um, you know, enabling our customers to fully utilize that SharePoint platform. And SharePoint is such a big product that it's uh, it's hard to get a grasp on the entire thing. But we've got a great group of people here that I can lean on as needed. Awesome. What have been some of the, I guess, the technologies more recently that you've been working with? Well, obviously, we're working with SharePoint 2010, mm -hmm. SharePoint 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, we're really doing a lot with that platform, especially with utilizing SharePoint in enterprises that require governance. You know, it's one thing to just develop an application in SharePoint and just deploy to the farm and have it run everywhere. But with governance, you have to follow the rules. And sometimes mm -hmm. following the rules makes us or force enforces us to be creative. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to figure out how we're going to get stuff done. Um, obviously, some of the new technologies are a lot of the JavaScript type client technologies, uh, mm -hmm. Bootstrap, et cetera, Angular, all those newfangled client ways to make the web application just look really good. Uh-huh. I guess it was some of the newer JavaScript frameworks, how, what is that? Is that um, because of governance, because of making changes? How, how, does, how do the two of those sort of fit together? Yeah, that's a good question. It's really, it boils down to users are expecting a certain experience when they come and use an application. You know, the, mm -hmm. the Googles of the world, the Facebooks, they've, they've kind of really set a standard by which corporate enterprise application developers like 3Will have to kind of abide by to make the applications acceptable and user-friendly. So it's those technologies is what we're talking about, using mm -hmm. it through the browser in a manner that is um, what we call modern when we're talking amongst ourselves. Some of the newer technologies that give us the, the great look and feel, the experience with responsive design if you're going mobile, all those technologies and frameworks we're learning, leaning on, and utilizing to make certain that the user experiences are the best for our customers. So have you seen a push of, you know, with more recently with moving to the cloud and and um, probably also governance, you know, doing fewer things on the server side and more client side? Type Absolutely, of yeah. yeah. What we're seeing, especially with the um, future versions of SharePoint, uh, past SharePoint 2013, is they don't want you running a lot of stuff on their servers. And that makes sense, whether it's governance or cloud. Working in the cloud, you can only do certain things. And those certain things are uh, candidates, prime candidates for using some of these newer technologies. You know, using SharePoint as a service, if you will, as opposed to an application platform. SharePoint works great in that environment, whether it's what we call plain vanilla Microsoft.net technologies using Azure or SharePoint. Uh, we can utilize these new frameworks, these new technologies, regardless of where the data is, whether it's in SQL Server or SharePoint, we can present it to the user. The users can interact with it. Workflows can trigger, whether it's a SharePoint-based workflow or some other type of application type workflow. It's, it's really all about making it work together and making certain that it's acceptable by the IT group, whether they want to run in the cloud or on-premise in the farm. I want to jump to some personal questions, but one last thing before we move on to that. I know you're working on a lot of what we classify as like sustainment type of work. 
tell me a little bit more. What what do we do for clients for those types of projects, and, and how are they sort of unique to what yeah, we do? Yeah, sustainment's an interesting concept in a consulting type world. Uh, you know, many times as a consultant, you go in, you do some work, and you leave, and you say thank you, and hopefully <laughs> the next engagement will come around sometime soon. But what we found with some of our enterprise customers is we've built a really good relationship with them, which of course makes sense from a business standpoint to have a long-term relationship. And one of the things they wanted was a guarantee, if you will, that we would be around to support this application. You know, IT is under so much pressure these days, uh, supporting a variety, a wide variety of hardware, software, et cetera. They didn't want to have to take on this application or the applications that we delivered. So Three Wheel came up with this idea of sustainment. And in sustainment, it's really a, like a service contract. Mm -hmm. We'll be available when the customer needs help. Now, ideally, we're not first level support, but it just depends. You know, sometimes they'll have people on staff in their group who are experts at the application who will contact us. Other times, if it's an emergency, they'll contact us directly. But the idea behind sustainment is that the customer has a place they can go to when they have questions. Mm -hmm. And so what we do in the sustainment role, using the tools and technologies and techniques that we have here in Three Wheel, we bring up the customer's environment as needed if we need to duplicate a problem. We can log in to the customer's environment. Of course, we have all the standard technologies technologies like screen sharing and things of that nature. But the idea behind sustainment is to give our customers a comfort level that they're not going to be stuck having to support this application when they may not know the inner workings of it. How long is a typical sustainment type of arrangement? Is it? Months? It could be short. Mm -hmm. It could be a year. It depends yeah. on the company uh, whether they do how they do their budgeting. Some mm -hmm. companies like to prepare in advance and think about what are we going to need over the upcoming budget period, whether it's 12 months or what have you. Uh, sometimes the sustainment can be um, three years, uh, like a minimum of three years, just kind of an, a, an arrangement. And the idea behind sustainment, it's usually a block of hours, a block of time that the customer doesn't pay for necessarily unless it's used. Some customers like to pay in advance, almost like a retainer, because they can get a perhaps preferable rate if they do so. And they also know that they'll get um, preferential treatment, if you will. Uh, mm -hmm. They'll be top of the queue if something comes up. Mm -hmm. The key there is we have to blend sustainment time with project time. You know, I don't sit around, for example, in the sustainment group and just wait for the customer to call. <laughs> that would be kind of silly. So I have an opportunity to work on other projects as well. Do you ever use those sustainment hours for doing new development, like doing updates at all? Absolutely. Okay. We can certainly... the. As one of our customers puts it, look, it's just time to me. It's just a block of time. Whether I want you to work on something that's that I need enhanced or something that is broken or something that we want uh, fixed, uh, I don't care how you use it. So it, like I say, it gives the customer the ability to use those hours as needed, and it lets them know that we're here to support them. Great. Now for some fun questions. Uh, uh, we've, uh, you and I could probably talk about work-related questions for <laughs> quite a while together. here. Yes. <laughs> um, Outside of three will hobbies, things you like to do, just uh... yeah. Well, uh, what occupies a lot of my time in the last five, six, seven years is I have a running club, and I'll go ahead and promote it. It's Alpha Crush Running Club. I got involved with a running club years ago through a friend who had a son who joined a um, similar club. And over the years, I started out as just somebody who ran with the kids, helped them out, and then it evolved into our own. 501c3 charitable organization club right. and so that keeps me busy three nights a week and on weekends we do cross country we do track and field well I should say track and field it's really just track we don't do any of the field events but um, 
I've been doing it for several years. I really enjoy it. I'm a runner myself. I love to run the long distance races, you know, 50Ks, you know, marathons, things of that nature. So I really enjoy just being outdoors. And the kids make it fun. So um, I've enjoyed doing it. We have kids anywhere from seven years old, usually through middle school, because the high school gets them after we're done with them, you know, preparing them for the high school distances, et cetera. So running is probably one of my biggest passions outside of work. And you said marathons and 50k you have a favorite race that you've done oh you know it's interesting you know there's some certainly some favorite venues i've, mm -hmm. I've done marathons in many states uh california texas you know new york the new york city marathon i've done the chicago marathon i've done the big sur marathon you know the thing about marathons you can do a, a really big event like the new york city marathon that has you know tens of thousands of participants and i've done marathons with only 35 people and they each have their charm uh, what makes a marathon uh, enjoyable for me is easy logistics, getting to the start, you know, getting from the start, having a place to check your bag, et cetera. And also if the weather's nice, that makes for a memorable experience. Awesome. Do you have a favorite TV show, movie, book? I'll tell you what, what with the that? advent of uh, Netflix and, and, and uh, services like that where you can binge watch, it makes it so much easier. I find with my schedule, and I'm sure a lot of people are like this, you know, watching live TV is, is hard except for sporting events. And so, yeah, I, I, I can't really say I have a favorite. I, I certainly mm -hmm. like to get blocks of series on Netflix and just watch them end to end. Mm -hmm. um, movies as well. Uh, it's nice to experiment with movies that you may not know about in the sense that they're not necessarily big blockbusters. They might be these independent films that get a lot of ratings and peer reviews. So mm -hmm. uh, in my downtime when I'm just trying to unwind, definitely uh, Netflix or some kind of TV is Netflix good. is the way to go. Yes, absolutely. So uh, a really personal question. Um, your phone and your favorite app on your phone. Ah, yeah, I'm an Android kind of guy. All so right. I've got uh, the OnePlus One, which is a, a company that's, you know, been, uh, I guess the phone is about 18 months old. It's the size of a iPhone 6 Plus. So mm -hmm. it's got a big screen. Um, it's an Android, you know, running the current version 5.1.1, you know, being a technology geek, I know the exact version. <laughs> as far as app goes, apps go, I'm, I'm big on the Google infrastructure, obviously, with Android. So Google Mail, Google Calendar, which, which consolidates my work calendar, which is in Exchange. Um, Do those work well with Office 365? They work very well. Uh, okay. I can see all my calendar entries. I get all my email consolidated, you know, with my running email and my personal email, my work email. It's all there, the calendaring. Etc. I guess, you know, one thing I use a lot, of course, is the maps application, you know, the GPS, you know, I, I like reading maps. I'm a person who's good at directions, but it's also nice to have a friend who can help you out when you're in a spot where you have no idea where you are. How do I get from downtown back to the office, for mm -hmm. example? When I talked with Chris, one of his favorite apps was Waze, which was, you know, Yep. Yeah, definitely for finding Absolutely. It's a, a lot of times it's for finding my way out of something. <laughs> We've gone downtown to yeah. visit a customer and, you know, how do I get to the north, you know, uh, highway, you know, going north? Well, last question here, and it's a self-serving question, which is what do you like working about working at Three Will? Well, I've been with at Three Will for, a, I think, four years. It's hard wow. for me to keep track of the years. I uh, knew the group. I met Danny and Tommy, you know, years ago when I was mm -hmm. with another company and we were trying to get some... Uh, SharePoint work done through you guys, and it was an interesting experience in and of itself. You guys were open on Columbus Day, I think is what it was, when I contacted you, and I was working with a financial banking type company at the time, and of course, bank holidays were you know rampant, and so everyone was closed at our work except you guys were open, and we forged a relationship. I started working with you guys. I worked as a contractor for the first year, but it's, it's really the 
the, the, the tenants, we've got people, process, and, and, and technology, and the people are really easy to get along with. We deal with technology that's relevant. The people that I work with are very smart. Um, I feel very confident if I don't know how to do it, I can easily ask someone. We've got a great way we collaborate internally where when someone has a problem, they just kind of say, here, I need help, and uh, help comes, which is really nice. We share our experiences, but I guess it really is the people. Yeah. It's nice, we got great customers, we, we're doing a great job in uh, getting customers who we work well with, they trust us, which is great, but it's really the people that it matters. That's, that's, <laughs> that warms my heart. That's so good to hear. Well, thank you for taking the time to do this, Matt. Absolutely, Danny. Uh, thank you so much. We, you, we love working with you. You're just such a wonderful person. You're, um, you know, you're, you're, you really. I, I, I don't hear uh, about um, on the projects that you're working on. I just hear positive things all the time about what's going on with them and. Uh, Thank you so much for all the hard work. It's amazing. It's been four or five years. I know. It, time it, it flies when you're having very quickly. Fun. Absolutely. We just love having you around here. Thank you for doing this. Thank Matt. you, Danny. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Good. That's all she wrote. You're done with your – that's your blog post for the awesome. quarter. Thank you, Danny. <laughs>